here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.1 FM in Bombela. It is definitely a mystery thriller like no other. It is proudly South African and it is the latest in terms of original production coming out of South Africa, being flighted on Netflix and it's going to TX and that's air on May the 14th. So you've got a couple of weeks to look forward to this incredible movie. Now I had to sign off the rights to my firstborn child, to my dog. I had to give them my left eye in order for Netflix Netflix to give me a copy of the film so I could watch it today. And all I have to say, Donovan Mash, who is the director of the film, well done. Kudos to you and the team. Oh, thank you very much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, it is a heavy watch, I'm sure, but I hope it has its, has its rewards. It, it definitely is a heavy watch. And uh, good evening to you. Thank you so much for taking my call, by the way. It's a pleasure. It's great to be here. It is indeed a heavy watch, but I think the story that it tells is quite gripping and, and the way that it's told. Um, and if you're an appreciator of storytelling, performance, as well as cinematography, this movie, I Am All Girls, really ticks all those boxes. Yeah, wow. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a South African first. We just wanted to make something that was a world-class production, something that could stand alone in, in any cinema in the world. Mm. Uh, and we're so excited that it's, you know, with COVID, it was suddenly there was nowhere to show movies. And so we're really excited that we've uh, managed to get it onto Netflix. And, yeah. uh, and thank you so much for the kind words. So, uh, you know, at first, at onset, you the film opens up and just the visuals of it are absolutely incredible. I'm always fascinated by cinematographers and how they see sort of uh, you know, the, the, the writer's vision and how they bring that to life. And, and within 10 minutes, you gripped. You're already in, in the story. And, and ordinarily, looking at uh, the time periods that it's been set in, if I'm, if I'm correct, it's, it's the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s that kind of jumps between those spaces, right? Yeah, that's right. It's, it's loosely based on a true story. It was a Gert van Rooyen abducted six girls in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but the rumor goes that he abducted a lot of girls it was, uh-huh. you know, in the 40s and 50s. And this was part of a plot very similar to, uh, I think it was Bird Island, that book about yes. uh, you know, the, the apartheid minister who was trafficking young boys to an island. Well, apparently this is true. This is what the son of Kurt van Rooyen said, that he was trafficking young girls for um, the ministers. And um, the story follows one of those young girls who manages to get away um, and her, you know, her growth and then finally her revenge at the end of the film in, in the 2000s. Yeah. And and that's the other thing ab- ab- about the film is that w- when you look at the kind of stories that are synonymous with South Africa, especially for the 80s time period, uh, you know, it's either we're looking at historical apartheid narratives or um, we're looking at the stories of the forbidden loves. It's very rare. Um, to, to, to sort of find these other sub-genres being told. I, I mean, I think this is the first time I'm sort of being made aware of, of sex trafficking and, and child trafficking in South Africa beyond just this recent decade. It's been a huge problem over the years, you know. It's just, it's, it's kind of one of those hidden crimes. Yeah. But it's been successfully kept under the carpet for so long. And it's just really in the last, 
I don't know, maybe 10 years, that was Jeffrey Epstein and all these kind of scandals coming out that we're learning about what happened to these children. And it happened here in South Africa. And what's so shocking and apparently is true is that these girls in the time of apartheid mm. were currency. They were trafficking these girls because there were sanctions wow. um, to countries in the Middle East. And they were using the girls as a currency to to get oil, which was, uh, there was an embargo, uh, sanctions uh, uh, stopping us from getting oil, and they were actually trafficking girls for oil, and there was this there was this trade going on, and nobody knows about that, and and it, it continues to be just a massive problem. And the numbers are staggering, the number of of girls and boys are getting trafficked, um, children and adults, mm. uh, and it's, it's great to have a movie that shines a light on it, and. You know, it's a call to action and it's a tremendous piece of entertainment. Yeah. Donovan Mash joins me in studio and he's the director of the film I Am All Girls. It's got a killer, killer cast and the one person that we've been missing on South African television. She didn't even let up, by the way, uh, that she was busy working on such a magical piece. What a brilliant uh, cinematic comeback for Shubin Boya, who's one of the stars. Shubi is one of my favorite actresses, and we go back a long way. It's not the first movie I've made with Shubi. She's mm. always my go-to girl. Um, she's just got that rare quality of being having this, this star X factor and incredibly beautiful on screen, mm. but also having the soul. You know, she's also an incredible human being. She's an ambassador in her own right, mm. doing incredible good works way and beyond her acting work. And so she's, she was the perfect casting for this role. She, she brings the gravitas. She brings the power. And she brings the emotion uh, uh, to, to, to the part of a young girl who was trafficked, but has made it through and has made something of her life. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was, she was amazing. But also just like, I, I just think the cast in general, w- w- what beautiful synergy they all have. Um, I mean, they really do sell the, the story. They really do live the lines. Um, and, and I'm wondering, you, you know, you just mentioned we were in lockdown. Obviously, we know how long films take in terms of pre-production, then getting into actual production and then post. Um, so how, how was it for you guys doing all of this? And when did the whole process begin? Because I can imagine it must have been difficult to try and, and do everything under lockdown and key of 2020? Well, we actually made this film just prior to uh, lockdown. So we're very lucky we managed to get the film wrapped and finished just before lockdown is done. So we actually had the film done. But then we had a plan to put it in cinemas, and of course cinemas were not happening. Mm. And so that's what happened during lockdown. We we were trying to find a home for this film. And there was a plan to release it overseas. There was a plan to release it locally. Um, But the the great thing about cinemas is it's completely changed the way people you know, receive content. And mm. so uh, it was a bit of a journey, but finally it found its home on Netflix and with Rolled. Yeah. Uh, it's Donovan uh, joining me on the line. He's the director of the film I Am All Girls. It's uh, due to air on Netflix on May the 14th. It's a mystery a thriller that stars Shubin Boya uh, as well as Erica Vessels, who is just a brilliant detective. Um, and I, I, you know, for me, I think having the protagonist or antagonist both be females is just beautiful to watch because that's mm-hmm. also a rarity, right? Because when you look at mystery thrillers, especially with detectives and all, and all kinds of pieces and elements, it's very rare to find it being led by two power females. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. In fact, the males take a, they take a, they second fiddle in this film, led yeah. by these two incredible female actresses. But, you know, the sad reality is the people who are doing the traffic, 
trafficking is almost exclusively males. You mm. find very few females actually doing the trafficking. So we've got our, our fair share of creeps in this film, and that's mainly what the males are doing. Um, and we show that creeps come in all shapes and sizes, and you certainly find them they're from very charming to, to not. Yeah. Um, and, and that's we try and paint the whole scene of the different scenarios in which you find these people being trafficked. And, and our films, it takes you on a, a, a fascinating and incredibly visually stimulating journey through these different worlds where, where this trafficking takes place. Yeah, I think that's the other thing that that, that got me um, uh, excited, Donovan, was, was the fact that there was points in the film where really the lines were a bit blurred um, and and the stories were interwoven so intricately that you, you couldn't decipher who was the victim and who was the good guy and who was pursuing who. Um, you know, it it just got a bit dicey there for a second where you were like, wait, stop, rewind. Let me see. Did I get that correct? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I love things that are morally ambiguous where, yeah. where what you think is a bad guy might not quite be a bad guy. What you think is a good girl might not quite be a good girl. And, you know, we're complex as human beings. And we mm. have a complex range of emotions. Uh, and I like to see that expressed realistically on film, especially when you're dealing with a very real subject matter like like sex trafficking. And I wanted to also not pay lip service to, to the issue. You know, I wanted to show the issue in all of its complexity. Mm. Um, and that sometimes means you've got to step in the gray, you know, as uncomfortable as it is. Yes. But I think that makes for better drama. That makes for amazing conflict. And it's really exciting. Yes, yes. Um, and just uh, as one of my last uh, sort of a few points of conversation, the, the other thing that was a real highlight uh, for this movie, and you said you wanted to make a, a film that was of international st- standards and that could appeal to international audiences, which you, you undoubtedly did. And, and it's great that it's on a platform like Netflix, so it can have, uh, you know, those international eyeballs on it. But it, it also managed to do something that I often find is very lacking in South African film. You know, Americans have the ability of doing this so well, where New York is often cast. Uh, two cities, in fact, always stick out for me. New York and Paris are uh-huh. often cast as the fifth character in, in whatever film or whatever production. They form such an intricate part of the story that you can't ignore them, you, you know? Yeah. Um, and I feel like you, you did this and you did this so well with Johannesburg. Was this intentional or it was just a happy coincidence at the end of the day? No, no, no. I, I, I'm in love with Johannesburg. I think it's one of the most visually exciting cities in the world. I mean, you mentioned Paris, New York. These are the two of the most beautiful cities in the world. Mm. And I don't think anyone will accuse Joburg of being the most beautiful. <laughs> but I would say it's one of the most characterful cities in the world. Mm. Um, and in fact, Durban also features quite strongly in our film. And I wanted yes. to make a big thing about those two cities, um, these big metropolises where people get lost and hidden and trafficked. Um, and also, but I'll tell you one thing we got lucky with this, with in every every time I filmed in these cities and I was filming the big cityscapes, we had these tremendous lightning storms. Mm. And they were always in the distance because if it rains on top of you, it's hard to film. But we had these incredible lightning storms going on in the background. It was so perfect for the atmosphere of the film. And we were tremendously lucky that every time we were shooting a great vista, there was lightning bolts going. Uh, and you couldn't plan that, obviously. So yeah. I got lucky on that one. But it certainly added to the atmosphere. And you're right, the cities are a character... Uh, and, and there's such wonderful places and buildings and looks and crannies and, and they make for great drama. Yes, no, brilliant stuff. To you and, and your fabulous uh, production team, di- uh, directorial team, as well as obviously your cast, um, you guys have done a stellar job with this one. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank I you. cannot wait to, to see it hit number one on uh, that Netflix <laughs> <laughs> come May the 14th and I'm pretty sure it's going to stay there for, for a minute as well. 
Fantastic, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it is, I just want to assure the audiences, this is a very thrilling and exciting film, even though it's about a heavy subject matter. Uh, there really are payoffs, and I think you, you're going to get a tremendous kick out of seeing this film. Absolutely. It's definitely a uh, diarize. Put it on your Netflix list. Now that I know there's Netflix lists, uh, put it on your Netflix list and make sure that on the 14th of May you are tuned in. You will not regret it. Trust, trust me. It's just gone half past seven right here on SAFM. It is Off the Pitch with myself, Bridget Masinga.